I'm Matt Bush with BPR News. I'm speaking with Peter Lewis. He's a reporter for AVL Watchdog, and formerly he was a senior writer and editor at the New York Times. We're here today to talk about his reporting about mission health for AVL Watchdog. Peter, thank you for joining us so much. Thanks for having me, Matt. So let's talk about this first. Uh, you did this very great dive into the sale of, of Mission Health to for-profit HCA, which was made official last year, but it was really two, three years ago. This is when the sale was coming down, and you started to look at how it got put together. But we're going to start back a little even further from that, because you're a good example of why some of the population growth has happened in Western North Carolina and how that relates to Mission Health when it was a nonprofit health system. So tell us a little bit about your personal story and how then that sort of informed how you decided to go ahead and cover uh, the story with Mission Health Sale. Uh, Well, like so many people moving to Asheville, uh, you know, uh, my wife and I uh, decided to come here because of the natural beauty, the wonderful people, you know, all of the amenities reminded us a lot of the town where we spent most of our lives together in Austin, Texas, uh, where Austin outgrew us. And uh, so Asheville just seemed like a, a wonderful place to settle. And at our age, we're both retired. Uh, the healthcare system here in Asheville was a major draw. Uh, if you were looking a couple of years ago at uh, the reputation of Mission Hospital uh, and uh, the other hospital systems here in Western North Carolina, well, they were at the top of the charts, very highly respected. And so that made the decision to come here a lot easier for us. Since then, we've talked to uh, so many other retired couples who have, have moved in. And they also were attracted by the health care provisions here in Western North Carolina. So it was a shock when we finally did get here uh, less than a year ago to discover that Mission had been sold to uh, company HCA, which uh, also owns some hospitals in Austin where we were. And uh, began wondering why did Mission, which was... Uh, as profitable ever been in its history, uh, with a great reputation, uh, growing, uh, profitable. What what prompted them to decide to sell? And as I started looking into that story, so the, the obvious, most basic question is why did they have to sell? And uh, as I started looking into it, I was told by people the former mission hospital that uh, they, they couldn't talk to me. And uh, I began asking around to doctors in the area and they said they couldn't talk about it. And of course, as an investigative reporter, that's uh, a sure sign that uh, it's something that we want to uh, investigate. So I began looking at the contract between mission and uh, HCA, uh, HCA, formerly the Hospital Corporation of America, is based in Nashville, Tennessee. It's the largest for-profit operator of hospitals in the United States. It's got more than 180 hospitals. And so Mission and its uh, hospital system here in Western North Carolina um, are just added to their portfolio. Uh, In the sales contract, are inserted multiple clauses say uh, they're not allowed uh, the non-disclosure agreements and non-disparagement clause and you can't say anything bad that would cause embarrassment to mission or hca and uh, these are extraordinary uh, 
restrictions on a nonprofit, supposedly a public funded hospital. Uh, and they're not only that they, they can't talk about it for a year or two, but uh, I was just informed today by uh, the legal staff, the Dogwood Health Trust, which is the successor organization to Mission. There is no expiration date, no sunset. Uh, people who were involved in this deal can't talk about it ever. Um, and so naturally, we wanted to look into it. So let's take a, take us through what you really started to look at and the, the story that you, the two stories that you wrote, they really go back to how the sale is created. So again, this is what makes this, uh, what makes this so sort of noteworthy and a lot of the things that maybe some people who follow this know that it was a nonprofit system being sold to a for-profit system or to a for-profit company. Because of that, there's a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of different things that have to go through for a sale like that to, to occur. Um, so take us through that first before then we get to the fact that whom else did Mission try to attract as a, as a potential buyer? The Mission Health System, Inc., which is the organization that owns Mission Hospital and, and uh, other hospitals in the area, uh, was formed 133 years ago as a nonprofit uh, whose goal was to operate a hospital for the benefit of the residents of Western North Carolina. Uh, and that meant they provided charity care. They uh, basically got, uh, when the tax system evolved, uh, they got tax breaks from the city. Uh, citizens subsidized the hospital uh, because when uh, the hospitals weren't paying taxes, everybody else had to pay more in taxes to keep the city operating. Uh, hundreds of people volunteered at the hospital. They donated to the hospitals. And so it was widely viewed as a, as a uh, public resource. And so uh, to have the public completely shut out of this deal was uh, pretty extraordinary. And uh, the decision to sell Mission was made by the board of directors and the executive leadership of Mission. And that's a group, uh, 21 people on the board, plus another dozen or so executives at, at uh, Mission Hospital. And uh, they had absolutely no public input. Uh, in fact, they went out of their way to make sure that uh, their discussions about selling Mission uh, were conducted in secrecy. You, you can't, can't sell a nonprofit organization the same way you can sell another type of business. Uh, because those assets are widely viewed as as public assets, uh, the attorney general is required to review any transaction of the sale of a nonprofit. And in this case, Attorney General Josh Stein and his special deputies investigated the sale of uh, Mission Hospital to HCA. So we went to the attorney general, uh, the watchdog, and tried to get documents involved that, uh, that they had used in evaluating the sale. And we were able to get, uh, under a public records request, a number of documents that showed that the leadership actually began uh, soliciting a takeover bids from HCA as far back as, as early 2017. And they actually asked for both a complete takeover offer and a joint venture uh, agreement. And this was uh, contained in confidential documents that the uh, Attorney General provided to us. Uh, it wasn't until several months later that the entire mission board 
then authorized the uh, president and CEO of the mission, a guy named Ronald Paulus, to begin looking for potential partners for mission. So they already had an offer in hand from H. And a small group of board members and executives had flown to Nashville to meet with HCA before they began the process of seeking other bids. And because of the confidentiality requirements in, in contract, uh, they refused to say who the other bidders for mission was, if there were any other bidders. Uh, they have said that this, uh, one other company that uh, was invited a presentation to the board besides HCA, uh, but that that presentation was uh, rejected and uh, the board voted unanimously, unanimously to go with uh, Hospital Corporation of America. So by getting documents from the Attorney General's office, we've been able to piece together this deal a little bit more and to show that uh, from the very start, uh, the, the mission leadership uh, was trying to steer this deal toward HCA. And one of the other parts of this that you looked at, there was no RFP in this. Uh, tell us more about that and how that fits into a sale, how is it is maybe typically or traditionally done? Well, I'm a former uh, uh, business writer and uh, typically in a deal, you know, a billion dollar sale of something, you want to make sure that you're getting the best possible deal. A typical way to do that is to create a standard set of, of requirements for a sale called a uh, RFP or request for proposal. And then to, uh, for a, again, a company the size of, of Mission, which was a couple of billion dollars in revenue, uh, you probably want to get an investment bank to begin to shop it around to likely bidders and to have a, a robust bidding process to make sure that the, the amount of money that uh, for the sale is uh, as great as possible. And uh, we haven't been able to find any evidence at all that the mission board advising the president of the hospital, Ron Paulus, to do it. They left it up to his discretion, apparently, to uh, invite bidders. Uh, and he said that he limited the number of bidders only to those that he considered to have something uh, of significant to offer to Mission Hospital. So uh, it was a limited process. It was unusual uh, by standards of other comparable deals. And ultimately, it resulted in a secret decision to sell to a company that they'd been approaching, you know, far longer than anyone anticipated. You know? But what could Western North Carolina have missed out on? not having other bidders potentially look at buying Mission Health or going into a joint venture. What has this region missed out on? There aren't going to be billion and a half dollar sales of anything in Western North Carolina every year. So this was obviously such a major decision. So what did the region really miss out by having really this sale, as your reporting shows, really just steered to one bidder? We took a look in a second article for ABL Watchdog at the sale of a similar nonprofit hospital system on the other side of the state, uh, New Hanover County, and they, uh, they made a decision as a community to sell New Hanover Regional Medical Center in a completely transparent process, and they opened up bidding to basically everybody. And uh, so while we don't know who uh, was the other 
successful bidder for Mission Hospital, uh, we get a sense of who would be interested in similar hospitals in North Carolina. Novant, uh, which is one of the major nonprofit health centers here in North Carolina, for New Hanover of over $5 billion. Um, it was smaller, had fewer beds, fewer employees, lower revenue, uh, lower profits. Um, and so for it to get $5 billion, while a much more attractive target, Mission uh, got 1.5, raises the question of, um, you know, did Mission uh, sell out too cheaply? Uh, and consequently, did the people of Western North Carolina get much uh, for the sale of Mission as they might have on a more conventional bidding process? And again, one of the things you, you we harken back to, you said earlier here, the amount of secrecy around this, the amount of non-disclosure agreements that uh, deal with this sale. Is this anything you've really seen before for something like this? And you said uh, some of your reporting that you're doing for an upcoming story found out that this is these agreements are in perpetuity. These types of agreements uh, are common in corporations, but uh, highly unusual for a nonprofit, uh, in my experience. Uh, I'd be interested to hear from lawyers who have experience in uh, nonprofit sales to tell me whether this was extraordinary. But uh, it has the effect for, for someone who's operating an organization in the public interest to have such a blanket and total uh, gag on information just by its very nature creates a lack of trust. And you would think that uh, the folks who are involved in all of, of this vitally important uh, institution, this legacy system for Western North Carolina, to do everything they can to ensure public trust that this was a, a deal that was completely on the up and up. And in your reporting, how many of these people were you actually able to talk to? I know you tried to talk to Dr. Palace, some of the other people that were on the mission board. How many of them were able were you able to talk to and if you weren't, what were they? What did they tell you? I was able to talk to uh, actually quite a few of them, all of whom had the same stock answer as uh, they can't talk, no comment. Uh, and uh, you know, in, in talking with the principals who are um, still floating around, uh, ultimately we did get responses from uh, Ronald Paulus, the CEO from a guy named Phil Green, who was Mission's main outside strategic advisor, and from a few other people who said that uh, the sell Mission to HCA was, was a fabulous deal that uh, uh, people of Western North Carolina should be proud of, and that uh, uh, it's going to transform healthcare in Western North Carolina for generations. So, that's what we heard from them as far as actual comments on the process, uh, nothing. And it doesn't seem like we're, we're likely to. So going forward, what's kind of next? I mean, the sale's done. Dogwood Health Trust is now awarding the money, the, pro- the proceeds of the sale. Um, what's really next here? And what can people who look at this and say, if Mission didn't sell for enough, and you know, this is obviously something of a massive asset to Western North Carolina, if that's all they got, uh, there is no bigger one maybe in Western North Carolina. What's kind of next? What can people think about here as they see whatever comes next with the cell system, which is so entwined in this region? 
Well, uh, I should rewind just rewind just a little bit and and point out that uh, once the deal was announced and the attorney general began an investigation, the attorney general appointed an independent uh, monitor to make sure that HCA uh, stayed in compliance with the terms of the deal. And as part of that, the independent monitor held a series of public meetings across Western North Carolina. And hundreds of people showed up for those meetings to uh, express their thoughts about the deal. And majority of those thoughts were negative against uh, the way that HCA was running the mission system in terms of staffing and in terms of overall quality of care. So then the pandemic hit and uh, everybody uh, uh, recognized the the healthcare workers had to devote all of their attention to uh, dealing with the pandemic. But uh, questions remain. Uh, The public dissatisfaction with that uh, Mission Hospital and and the other places remains on everybody's mind today. Is the deal going to get unraveled? Uh, It's highly unlikely. Uh, But I think if we're going to get anything out of the stories that the watchdog is doing, uh, it may be greater demand for accountability from the people who are running Mission Hospital and the Dogwood Health Trust. Now, my last question was, if you want to preview your story that'll be coming out next week that people will be able to read at Avia Watchdog and on our website too, I was going to ask you if you'd like to preview anything about your story that's coming up. We're getting ready to do uh, the third part of the series out of uh, uh, what looks like it's going to be a multi-part series of stories about this deal. The third part takes at the Dogwood Health Trust. And a lot of people are unclear on what the Dogwood Health Trust is. But basically, when Mission Health System sold all of its assets to HCA, among the assets it sold was its name. So the organization formerly known as Mission uh, Health uh, had to come up with a new name, and they chose ANC Healthcare, which is Asheville, North Carolina. And that was the holding organization to take the assets from the sale and then transfer them to a new entity, a nonprofit called uh, Dogwood Health Trust. Uh, As it turns out, Dogwood Health Trust was formed by the board and its initial members were all members. And in fact, uh, a lot of them were former board chairs of Mission Hospital. And even today, uh, it has quite a few people who are still linked with Mission Hospital. Um, but they are to receive the $1.5 billion from the sale and then use that to spend up to $75 million a year to address the social determinants of health here in Western North Carolina. Childhood obesity to uh, broadband access to sanitation, uh, just anything that can uh, affect health, uh, poverty. Uh, So they have a tremendously exciting opportunity to spend a billion and a half dollars. They've got a lot of money to spend to help out on healthcare. And we wanted to find out as much as we can about uh, and how they're planning on spending that money.